It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Let's go. Sports Variety and Strife with James Liebling. Up next. Well, we have opening day of baseball, Dodgers and Giants. Recording this around 7 o'clock Pacific time. So, Dodgers-Giants will be kicking off in a little bit. Looks like perhaps the Dodgers and Dodgers game will be the first game to be completed for this 2020, 2019, or excuse me, I guess it's just the 2020 season. Um, the shortened 2020 season, considering that the Yankees and Nats are waiting on a rain delay. It's 4-1 Yankees, top of the sixth. So, excuse me. Um, We'll see what happens with that. But, fortunately, we have Clayton Kershaw being scratched because of back stiffness, more back problems. Uh, Dustin May is going to start, which is, which basically brings us into uh, today's topics, talking about the Dodgers and the Mookie Best contract. Well, maybe maybe we'll split it up. Maybe we'll mainly talk about Mookie Best contract. We'll see how much time we have. But I uh, don't want to take do like a full hour. Uh, of course, we wanted we wanted to the we want you to be listening to baseball. Um, but the so we'll be talking about the Mookie Best contract. Maybe on Saturday we'll talk. We'll go more into the uh, Dodgers' season and their prospects. First, though, uh, we need to do this. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. Quiz time. So, last quiz question was about the uh, was about Clippers head coach Doc Rivers about his relatives who was the first of his uh, from the Rivers clan to play in LA. Um, the answer and I'll, oh and the other question was about his coaching experience in the NBA before his first head coaching job with the Orlando Magic in the 1999-2000 season. Um, now, let's take it one by one. Uh, the guy who first uh, came to the guy from the Rivers clan who first came to L.A. was Mr. Jim Brewer, who was actually the uncle of Doc Rivers. Um, Jim Brewer was the with the 88, or excuse me, the 1981-1982 Los Angeles Lakers. They won an NBA championship, and uh, Jim Jim Brewer was a two-time All Defensive Player. A power forward, a six nine, two hundred and ten. He was second. It was second overall pick to the Cleveland Browns in the uh, seventy three draft. He had a nice career, considering that he got that ring his very last season. Uh, he was with the Lakers his last two seasons. Um, did not really contribute a whole lot. Only played uh, fourteen, around about fourteen minutes per game both years. 
averaged between two and three points both of those years per game. So uh, only started nine games in the '81 season, and the that was the championship winning season, and no games in the um in the '80 season. So he was just a backup. Is um, best season it looked like was the 75-76 season with Cleveland. He, he played 35 minutes, all 82 games, averaged 11.5 points. Uh, free throw percentage was not very good. For the career was 57%. So, and uh, averaged 6.3 rebounds per game, 5.8 points per game. So, not. I mean, it was a nice career. He stayed around for a while. Uh, six seasons with Cleveland, two with the Lakers, one and one with Portland, and one with Detroit. So, hey, nice career, nice career. Got a ring, two-time All-Defensive Player, as I said. But he was the he was the first uh, Doc Rivers, or Rivers family member. Again, he was the uncle of Doc Rivers. Um, now the eighty-two or the eighty-one, eighty-two Lakers, uh, they they uh, went fifty. Seven and twenty-five. By the way, if anybody's curious, well, I shouldn't say this, but the San Diego Clippers went cool seventeen and sixty-five. So I don't know why we want to publicize that, but there you go. <laughs> but they weren't they weren't last place. That belonged to the Cleveland Cavaliers. They were fifteen and sixty-seven, <laughs> an eighteen percent winning percentage. But uh, Lakers beat the 76ers 4-2 in the finals. And uh, before that, they beat the Phoenix Suns. Or excuse me, they beat the Spurs. They swept the Spurs in in the Western Conference Finals. The Phoenix Suns, they also swept in the Western Conference Semifinals. And in the first round, they... Um, did not play. Like apparently they had apparently they had a buy. So that's back then the uh back then they had buys apparently. Um, they were they actually were second. Oh, well that's oh apparently there were th- it was a three game series. Uh, in the first round. Okay, interesting. But yeah, the. They had a bye. In fact, uh, they did not have the best. They had the best record in the Western Conference, but the best record overall belonged to the Celtics, who were 63-19, full, full six games better than the Lakers. Um, they also had a bye. Um, Spurs, Spurs did as well. They were uh, 48 and 34. Um, because they they had they were the head of the Midwest Division. S- Supersonics were in the Pacific Division. They were fifty-two and thirty, so they had a better record than the Spurs. But they were not. They they got beat out in the Pacific Division by the Lakers, so they had to play in the Western Conference first round, uh, being the Houston Rockets, and um, th- that three-game series. Um, the other guy, the other team, who got the bye. Besides the Spurs, Lakers, and Bucks, was the Celtics who were 55 and 27. But in case anybody's curious, in the 82 finals when they beat the 76ers, who had uh, beat the Celtics 4 to 3 in the Eastern Conference Finals, 
Um, it was 42. They won game. Lakers won game one, 124 to 117. 76ers creamed them by 16 in game two. Uh, <clears throat> game three, it was 129-108. Lakers game... Four is one eleven, one oh one Lakers and game five, five well these were all like big blowouts. Well not big blowouts. It was one thirty five, one thirty one oh one oh two seventy sixers and then one fourteen one oh four was game six. Man, uh they all there was not a margin of victory that was closer than seven points. So that was game one. Did not seem like a particularly good um Finals, Jim Brewer, in case anyone's curious. This in his last season at age 30, he played five minutes per game. Uh, two two games during the finals. Um, so he did not really play a whole heck of a lot. But hey, yeah, get the ring. Yeah, get the ring. Um, two offensive rebounds total, 10 points. Oh, oh, no, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, I was looking at the wrong person. I was looking at Mike McGee, who similarly did not play. <laughs> he apparently scored four points to Jim Brewer with one offensive rebound. <laughs> he was even worse than Mike McGee. But this was the team. This was the team with Jamal Wilkes, Kareem, Norm Nixon, Bob McAdoo, Magic Johnson, Michael Cooper, Kurt Rambis. So that was. Star-studded Lakers squad, and the 76ers had Julius Irving, Daryl Dawkins, Lionel Hollins. All right, so that's the background of Jim Brewer. But Doc, the Doc Rivers family has really had lots of people in the NBA. Uh, Byron Irving was his Doc Rivers cousin. He played as well for four years with the Port. Or excuse me, uh, three years. 1989, the 1989-90 season, the 1990, uh, the 89-90 season was with Portland, and then the 90 season, 1991 season was with the Bullets, and um, then he took off the 91 season, 91-92 season, and it finished out his career in the NBA in the 92-93 season, also with the bullets. And then of course you got of course Doc Rivers himself playing the NBA. Um and then Austin Rivers as well. And of course Seth Curry's his son in law. Now as far as his coaching uh record, Doc Rivers is very curious in that he did not have he did not coach at all in the NBA before getting his first head coaching job with the Orlando Magic. Uh, he was with them for five years, and then he went to Boston. He was with them for nine seasons, and then this is his seventh season with the Clippers. So, there you are. Uh, but that's very, very strange uh, that he did not have any head coaching experience, or excuse me, any coaching experience at all in the NBA before, uh, before he got hired as head coach of the Orlando Magic. Okay. Now, new quiz question. So, I was thinking, we had the Spooky Bets extension, and we'll get into it. 
But we, ooh, lots of people were, lots of people were very excited. ESPN ran this article. And they were, they, now, um, this, it was, it was, an, this is this article, Mookie's $365 million extension with Dodgers. What make a deal means for MLB, LA, bets, and more. So, they were just asking you know, the their different employees, uh, base you know the different baseball writers. Uh, prediction time: How many combined MVPs and World Series rings do you think Betts will collect during his new contract with the Dodgers? And personally, I thought they were. Um, little bit out there because uh, one of these guys predicted three World Series titles. Another one was two World Series titles. Um, another guy was uh, I can't I'm not. I can't see. I um, I'm not seeing as it is. Okay. Okay. Looks like this other guy's saying uh, two titles, and then uh, and then oh, and this then this fourth guy says three World Series rings over the next decade. And mm, that seems to be it. I know that this Dodgers team is loaded. At least in the at least on the hitting side, um, I mean, look at this projected Dodgers lineup. We have Muncie, Betts, Bellinger, Turner, Seager, Kike, Hernandez, Peterson, Pollock, and Barnes. So, bottom is oh, I, okay, it's enviable. <laughs> if it was more in the middle, that would be not so hot. But that's 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 very good for the bottom of the lineup. Maybe with the exception of Barnes, but um, I don't know these two and three World Series rings. I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it because Dodgers have had World Series wins in eighty one and eighty eight, in sixty three and sixty five. And in 55 and 59. So, um, that's when the World Series has been going since 1903. So, it seems to be a tad much just because the sky signs. I mean, there, Dodgers have won tons of National League pennants. And have not won the World Series. I mean, they were loaded with the in 2017 when they played the Astros. Um, they were they they were not so hot. They kind of got fire when they played the they caught fire in the second half. They only won in the mid 90s uh, when they played the Red Sox in 2018, and they had a stellar 2019 season. Um, and then of course they. Lost in the first round. Um, 
they won a bunch of uh, National League NL West titles. I mean, they've been the model of consistency. They've done a great job building their roster, and they still have not been managed, managed to win. I mean, it is just, it's kind of a, a I mean, it's kind of a crapshoot with um, the MLB playoffs. Uh, so I decided to look it up, and here's your question. How many NL National League pennants have the Dodgers won during the World Series era? Then, So we'll reveal that on sa coming up on Saturday. Then we'll compare that with the amount of World Series that they've actually won. I mean, but they have had loaded lineups before, people. It's like, hey. I mean, 77 and 78 seasons, they won, they won the pennants there. I mean, they were so good. They had, you had the infield, you had Steve Yeager, um, Dusty Baker, Rick Mundy, and Richie Smith. I mean, that was, that's a loaded lineup. Um, pitchers, Tommy John. I mean, this this was you know, Tommy Lasorda's sort of like first years. You had Tommy John, Don Sutton, Bert Hewton. And the pitching staff, I mean, these, this, they were just mm, so good. I mean, I just look back at uh, the Houston, at the Houston Astros, uh, just 2019. You can be so, so good. You can have a loaded lineup, good pitching, um, and you just don't get it done. I mean, and certainly winning the off season has proven to be of doubtful relevance to at least to a, to a certain extent definitely as far as big contracts go regarding w winning the world series i mean now this wasn't the off season but we had the whole Aegon trade um with Kyle Crawford, Adrian Gonzalez, Josh Beckett, those people Nick Punto and Dodgers are all excited, rightfully so. That kind of ushers in the new era of success for the Dodgers. But it's not them who have the huge, it's not the Dodgers who have the huge payroll who win the World Series next year. The Boston Red Sox who are getting rid of the huge contracts. I mean, you look at, wow, they, I mean, look at Albert Pujols. Uh, we'll see what happens with... <clears throat> Uh, Bryce Harper, Garrett Cole, um, uh, who's the, Anthony Rendon. Uh, of course, we all know the bust that Albert Pools has been. Uh, that's the... What was great about, um, at least at least from my point of view, what was great about Andrew Freeman was he was very disciplined. He was not going to give these huge long-term contracts to people and then they was just gonna it was just gonna be a um this albatross and if you didn't win the first couple of years gonna be the, it's gonna be this albatross of a contract which it seems like this is what he did here i mean he's the dude's gonna be here for the next 13 years uh probably gonna be hard to trade i mean this guy got 12 years, 65, $365 million contract uh, extension is um, 
payroll salary goes all the way up to $35 million in 2028. Um, so, yeah, I... Not so sure about this. Other people, though, I see. Nah. Other people, though, seem to be very excited. Um, I can, I, I can get predicting like one World Series title. I mean, this team is. You got to admit, it, on the batting end, it's loaded. Um. I don't know about like two or three though. I mean, it's just so hard to win. World Series. Um, yeah. Okay. Now, um, the other, oh, the other thing <laughs> I wanted to get, oh, before I do that, um, now, let's also look at this, I mean, Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger, definitely looking forward to them uh, playing for the Dodgers. But it's not like they're shoo-ins, like they're these uh, consistently great players. Um, Cody Bellinger is consistent. I mean, he has not been particularly good during the playoffs uh, come time. Um, his rookie year is obviously great, but um, he's an all-star. Um, but... And then... He batted 267 in 132 games. Lots of strikeouts, 146. So, 90, uh, 97 RBI. Not that that necessarily means a whole lot. I don't know. He seems to be kind of definitely streaky last year. He ended up with a 305 batting average. He really took a slump in the second half. Of the year, not that he was horrible, but he was definitely much worse in the second half than the first half. Um, of course, he so he's cut down strikeouts a lot. Um, I mean, he's, the dude only's been in the year for three, only been in the league for three years. Um, and 2018, it was definitely took a step back from 2019. Um, uh, on on base percentage was 352 in his first year and 343 in his second year. Jumped all the way to 406, which is pretty good, but 352 243 is not not great. Um, Not great by a long shot. So I would, before we crown these people as like going to be locked in and going to automatically, these people are, I mean, I'm certainly glad that they're with the Dodgers. They not not, not shoo certainly not Cody Bellinger. Um Mookie Betts maybe more so. He's, I mean he's been in the year for six league for six years. He's a four time all star. Um uh, th- uh averaging three oh one uh is for this year. Um twenty eight although and three seventy four on base percentage. But He's also he's also not completely a shoe in. Uh last year was or twenty eighteen was clearly like head over heels. Way better than any other year. Um in twenty fourteen he batted two ninety one with a three sixty eight OPP, uh four forty four slugging. Two ninety one, two two thousand fifteen, three eighteen, two thousand sixteen, and then 
took a dive with a 344 on-base percentage and 264 batting average in 2017. Then he had the the MVP worthy season in 2018. And 2019 kind of took a step back from that. So batting 295. He's only batted over 300. Now, I mean, 290 is not a whole lot different, but he's only batted th- over 300 um, in two seasons, and he's only and he's batted over. Or he, his zombies percentage has been over 400 only that one MVP season. Moreover, he's been playing in Fenway Park, so obviously much more of a hitter's park than Dodger Stadium. Uh, I would kind of maybe expect those numbers to dive a little bit. Seems to me to be a very risky contract. That's all I'm saying. Um, but if it can, if if it can add a big, if it can net a World Series, okay. But I don't know. Uh, it really does. These mega extensions to these huge superstars really do not. Uh, Guarantee anything really. Uh, very wary about, very wary about this. And of course, um, yeah, yeah. Not, do not, do not agree with this. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the uh, I love. There were two reactions that I loved in my family. Um, I come, I come to the car. Somebody's. My smaller sister's reading the newspaper. Or, I guess she saw the headline. Bad news, James. I'm paraphrasing. What? Oh, Mookie Beck's got signed to a huge extension. Then later on, she asks, our dad. What, is, what, do, you th- what do you think about the uh, Mookie Betts extension? Ah, oh, it's idiotic. <laughs> Which, uh, quite frankly, now, if it wasn't... Now, if this wasn't... Um, like Andrew Friedman doing out, like if this was say the Angel or something, I don't know, maybe like Philadelphia Phillies. If it was, if it wasn't like Andrew Friedman, I would definitely say not agree with it. But I don't know. Andrew Friedman's a heck of a lot smarter than me. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Heck of a lot smarter. So. All we can do is see the success. Okay. Um, now let's okay. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up here. Uh, let's wrap it up here. Um, tomorrow, Saturday, we're gonna continue to uh, most likely talk about the Dodgers. Maybe something else will come up. Um, man, Clayton Kershaw won't back trouble. That's a bummer. See what Dustin May does. Okay, um, before we get out of here, I do want to thank the Blessed Trinity and the Holy Family, my patron saints, Francis Xavier and James the Greater, my guardian angel, my family, my grandmother, and my uncle, and finally, Brian Seaman, Adam Oslin, Noah Eagle, and Michael Madden. Of course, um, all those people just supported me, and uh, all opinions of mine on the show. Okay. Until Saturday, a couple days from hence. Clippers, uh, Lakers had their first preseason game today. Clippers had their second on Saturday. So, 
Um, but this is still not even the eight-game seeding game, so not a huge deal. Obviously, more exciting is baseball is starting, and it's a week to go before the basketball regular season the at eight game thing starts. Okay. Fonsuelo. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sports Variety and Strife. If you want to comment, please do so. Talk sports with James at gmail.com. See you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.